Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Mani Mangal and I am with Tech Mahindra. I head the global enterprise back office function within Tech Mahindra. Today, it's my pleasure to have Douglas Keeley with me from iValua on this podcast to talk about an interesting topic on how COVID-19 has impacted the global supply chains. Doug, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Mani. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. Um, I've uh, been lucky enough to be with iValua for almost three years now. Uh, I'm a senior product marketing manager at iValua, and I'm responsible for our manufacturing and sourcing solutions. Prior to iValua, I spent about 12 years implementing sourcing solutions for manufacturers, as well as uh, doing some sourcing consulting. So do you think... Um, the COVID-19 pandemic highlighted existing problems in the supply chain. For example, do manufacturers have an overdependence on certain regions in their supply chains? Absolutely. Uh, to begin with, you know, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge how unprecedented and far-reaching uh, the extent of this crisis is. I don't believe that there is a silver bullet strategy that would completely insulate the levels of disruption what we have seen since the beginning of this year. COVID-19 has exposed some of the fundamental aspects of the supply chains today, which are the agility, the flexibility, and the adaptability, the three pillars uh, on which any supply chain stands. What we have seen during uh, these unprecedented times is that the organizations were tested for their ability to adapt themselves to new ways of working, lack of flexibility of the organizations to manage uh, you know, all forms of risk, supplier risk, logistical risk, inventory risk, and so on and so forth, and also the lack of agility uh, because of the fact not having the right set of tools and technologies to quickly manage these changes. In my opinion, some of the key things that you now this pandemic's kind of exposed uh, outright are one, organizations are not able to enable you know, work from home or work from anywhere model due to predominantly due to technology and infrastructure limitations. Two, not having necessary digital tools and technologies to analyze uh, and orchestrate the supply chain to get the end-to-end -end visibility of the supply chain identify nodes of failures and manage the risks. The third thing is you know, managing the, the, the whole concept of business continuity of the supply chain in terms of finding alternate sources of supply, redefining the new network models, or even real-time inventory allocation. And one more thing, you know, if you really see what has happened, is the whole concept of the ABC or a VED classification of the supply chain kind of completely inverted during this COVID-19 times. But along these lines, you know, I came across a very interesting you know, research article from McKenzie where I found some you know, pretty interesting data points. Like 75% of organizations faced production and distribution footprint issues during this time, and they are working towards changing that in future. The same thing around like 73% encountered problems with respect to supplier footprint. And you know, uh, not but not but not the least, like forty-eight percent experience delays in kind of uh, planning around how they how they can enable their employees to work from home. 
So with that being said, what we are seeing at Tech Mahindra today is a handful of customers are coming to us, asking you know them to assist or you know work with them to address some of the above areas around advisory, uh, digital, and execution services. As we speak, we are engaged with you know, a couple of large customers in helping them with uh, you know, next-gen digital solution enablement and also defining post-COVID supply chain strategy models, including developing alternate sources of supply and also embracing you know, new uh, ways of work from home model. Now, you know, with that being said, you know, I just want to turn around and ask you ask you a question. So, like, I value of being you know, one of the leaders from a digital and technology platform perspective on the source to pay side. I'd like to know from you, how are customers looking at external help to embrace digital and cloud-based technology solutions to help them make better decisions? And how are we using it to make customers feel secure and safe about the supply chain? Well, thanks for the insight uh, from from that question, uh, Mani, and I, and I appreciate this new question you're asking me as well. Uh, as as I'm sure we've all seen and experienced, um, there's been a huge trend over the last ten to twenty years towards cloud solutions, and this is definitely the case for procurement and supply chain functions with source to pay solutions as well. Um, I think there's a good reason for this because we've all seen significant advances in the way people interact with software and consume data. And in my opinion, this is all for the better. Organizations and the workforce are becoming more efficient, and this means we are now able to focus more on uh, value-generating activities um, with the time that we have. Um, Even with these trends in place, um, I'd like to point out some recent findings, uh, again from McKinsey, Um, But these probably aren't that surprising to a lot of our listeners. 83% of executives said that silos exist in their companies, and 97% of executives think that silos have a negative effect. I'll also add on a comment here that I think it's safe to assume that organizational and data silos have similar negative effects on an organization's ability to perform. Another statistic, 85% of supply chain leaders have struggled with insufficient digital technologies through the pandemic. And another one, um, and this is an interesting one, how it relates to to the 85% I just mentioned, 93% of supply chain executives plan to increase resilience across the supply chain, and 90% plan to increase digital supply chain chain talent in-house. Um, So that's a lot of numbers I just mentioned. Let me boil them down a bit. Basically, the pandemic has exposed organizational complexities that create inefficiencies in transparency, collaboration, and decisions. I think most executives believe things can be better and believe cloud-based technologies like source-to-pay solutions can help. And I agree because I've seen this firsthand. To me, it's really about three things accessibility, adoption, and decisions. Let me start by talking about accessibility. By this, I mean digital and cloud solutions. That per, uh, and these are the ones that provide procurement and their stakeholders with access to data and collaborative tools to work better together. And when I say data, I mean data from really anywhere, integrations like ERP and PLM systems, performance data, quality data, third-party risk, and, and more. Um, and, and the access to those uh, becomes really easy, and it's right at the user's fingertips. Next, I'm a firm believer 
that modern source-to-pay cloud-based solutions provide greater adoption because people have access to all this great information and data. This access makes their lives easier, and it makes them more effective at generating value. Some source-to-pay solutions provide built-in business analytics capabilities, uh, and this really ensures that people have access to the information um, via charts, graphs, alerts, I mean, it's really all at their fingertips. And it's also very accessible. It's something that they can uh, see, they can understand the data, it makes sense to them. Um, We see access to data and collaboration greatly improving adoption um, across users. The third point that I'll make here um, is around better decisions. Um, And this is really what it's all about at the end of the day for sourcing and procurement um, and and really dealing with the supply chain. this point really builds on adoption the, the, and accessibility, the last two points that I made. And source-to-pay solutions um, and the analytics they provide result in more informed and better decisions. And this is because they're, uh, the users are better able to break down both organizational and data silos, and it improves transparency, um, and they're able to, to really use uh, the analytics to, to understand the data and it's putting um, the information in the decision maker's hands um, at the right time and kind of right place so they can execute on those decisions. Um, so, Mani, I'd like to flip the conversation back to you with another question. How has the pandemic impacted or even transformed supply chain management consulting? And how is Tech Mahindra supporting that? Well, that's a great question. But before that, Doug, you know, uh, the the insights was pretty interesting, and I really like the the, the three dimensional aspect of accessibility, adoption, and you know decisions. Yeah, you know to answer that question uh, again, as I said earlier, we have seen uh, you know a flurry of requests from our customers, you know, in asking for assistance in multiple areas from consulting. Uh, digital enablement, work from home enablement, and so on and so forth. That being said, this COVID-19 is a kind of an uncharted territory for everybody, including customers, suppliers, consulting companies, technology companies like yourself, logistics companies, and personally, for you and me, this has affected even us, both professionally and personally. What this essentially means, embracing and and adopting uh, to this new norm, that's that's the key, you know. While we are seeing in the marketplace, uh, you know, the customers are increasingly looking at external help, you know, on on three four major dimensions. Now, one is like you know next gen digital enablement. You now that's where you know tools like Evalua and other cognitive tools out there in the marketplace can help. You know, assisting on you know, new supply chain operating models, you know, how you optimize network optimization, inventory optimization, distribution services, and so on and so forth. Work from home, you know, enablement. How can you, you know enable me from a work from home perspective so that you know tomorrow that we are not you know, concerned about how do we execute business continuity from a from a process execution and a perspective. And, and to align this to all, the fourth aspect is how can we use this predictive and prescriptive analytics that can you know keep us informed of what's going on, keep us provide visibility of what's going on, 
so that you know sitting whichever part of the world they are able to make decisions so i'll, I'll kind of boil this down into five different dimensions from how the consulting models are emerging you know, in the marketplace and what we are seeing as traction in the industry first one kind of developing more agile mindsets and behaviors what that essentially means now increasing acceptance of decentralization you know moving from the 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 earlier norm like centralize everything do a single source bring everything in one place and manage it no no the going forward model is breaking that barrier and adopting new ways of working completely decentralized way of working completely decentralized way of network network optimization and inventory management and so on and so forth to enable that kind of a model the second thing that you know that are emerging uh, in the marketplace where customers are asking for help is what kind of digital and technology solutions available in the marketplace supported by uh, you know a virtual business processes and execution model how can the you know customers are looking at support how we can embed some you no know, uh, next gen digital tools and technologies into our existing you no know, enterprise technology uh, stack to get real time visibility of supply chain do real time simulation enabling work from home and you know and so on and so forth like process mining how can we do a process mining remotely to identify where my you know problem statements are and how can i fix it sitting remotely so that's where from a next generation perspective the world is moving the third thing that you know we all know that what this has exposed the risk of supply chain is what this pandemic has exposed so deploying a dedicated risk management team in place that focuses on short term mid term long term risks of exclusively from a supply chain perspective and on an ongoing basis managing this using digital and technology solutions specific to supply chain you know the the last two points around how to regionalize the inventory uh, you know locations the the ways and means to increase the number of storage locations going closer to the customer developing new network optimization models new network and inventory you know allocation strategies i think that's the new looking emerging as well in from a consulting perspective to close it all with the whole concept of the planning the supply chain planning and the demand supply balancing and the associated sourcing of this is also going through a fundamental change so customers like as we speak we are working with as i said in the beginning like two large customers in identifying alternate sources of supply moving from a concentrated region single source strategy to a multi source strategy looking across asean region latin american region and so on and so forth and then enabling a downstream operating model so that you no know, the supply chain can be orchestrated uh in future uh using a multi location and multi vendor and you no know, and and multi network distribution strategy so with that being said you no know, dub i just want to you know uh, ask you a, a, another question around a very interesting question around how this covid-19 has kind of impacted the supply chain and with the, with that keeping that in mind what customers should you know look at or look out for from a future diversification of business perspective and how like companies are from from companies like i value are addressing both short term and long term goals of the customers thanks mani 
This is a great question, and I've heard this come up a number of times over the last few months at events I've participated in, and I think it's a really relevant topic. This question uh, surely is on the top of minds of a lot of organizations right now. Uh, In fact, according to McKinsey, 75% of polled executives face some level of supply chain production disruption, and 54% are expecting to change Uh, something in their supply chain operations as a result of the pandemic. So to summarize, I think change is definitely coming. In the short term, a lot of companies are focusing on the basics. Um, They're trying to figure out how to work safely in manufacturing environments, both for their employees and to the best of their ability throughout their supply chain. And at the same time, I think manufacturers are also working to get their supply chain started and keep them up and running and figure out what kind of inventory strategy works in this challenging environment. A third short-term impact um, is that procurement organizations are trying to figure out how to work remotely and collaborate with stakeholders and suppliers. I think we'll see a new normal here. Uh, So instead of maybe a centralized office, uh, they may be working in a centralized platform. Um, And and for many, and some maybe, this really isn't that new of a concept because source-to-pay solutions uh, really do do this already. They bring people together. It's kind of a central uh, platform. Finally, I think organizations are already making plans uh, for the longer term, such as investigating solutions that can help build supply chain resilience. Transitioning more to a longer term outlook, I think inventory strategies will continue to be more fluid than normal. Um, For a second outlook, I think You know, we've already seen some of this, a push to nearshore operations due to tariffs and other factors, but we may see more of this in the future. Um, Third, I think procurement strategies will strive to implement more supply-based diversification with multi-source strategies and maybe even more regionalized supply chain strategies. And finally, I think companies will look more towards digital solutions to help increase transparency and resilience throughout supply chains. Procurement will likely be a big driver here as there are opportunities to advance category management, supplier development and management, supplier risk and performance management, and collaborative order and forecast confirmation processes. These solutions are available in manufacturing-focused source-to-pay solutions like iValua. So Manny, I'll um, I'll pass it back to you with another question. What should organizations do to address risk and crisis in the future? Oh, that's a great question. That kind of comes, you know, brings us to kind of a conclusion area, right? So again, what we touched upon uh, the areas around some of the major risk, you know, the, the organizations are facing today because of this pandemic. So one point I would like to go and de-emphasize from a supply chain perspective is the whole concept of ABC classification or a VED classification kind of completely changed. The supply chain got inverted. No, pretty much, you know, uh, the who in the world has got a demand for, you know, medical equipments like ventilators and some of the supplies and hand sanitizers and so on and so forth, like masks for a reason can go up so significantly. So that kind of, you know, brought some perspective to, you know, to the organizations, you know, to look at the supply chain differently and to address some of these concerns in the future. So what, you know, what I feel uh, the, the top three things that you no know, company should focus on going forward to, to one, prepare themselves uh, to see through this current pandemic and also to prepare themselves for the future post-COVID world. 
know, uh, what are some of the things that, uh, that they should look at. In my opinion, the three things that they should look at are one, enable multiple sources of supply. What that means, develop a long list of suppliers and create a dual vendor or a multi-vendor strategy. Segment the suppliers, identify the suppliers who are potentially at risk and start developing backups. Now, identify alternate and pre-qualified suppliers so that and, and ensure that they are ready you know, uh, with, the, with the lead time you know, properly planned. Again, the, the other thing that you know, even the, 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 the market is embracing is around illuminate the extended supply chain network. It's not only the four walls of the organization, not only the tier one supplier, go all the way, tier two suppliers, tier three suppliers, logistics providers. Everybody in the ecosystem illuminate the extended you know, supply chain network and, and, you know, and drive the global scenario planning on that network so that everybody orchestrates the, the supply chain to the same numbers and to the same plan that they are working against and, and the manage the risks and get the visibility into the risks and leveraging tools like iValua and you get all the visibilities as needed to orchestrate the supply chain better. That brings us to the second important you know, uh, area to focus is embracing the next-gen digital solutions. What that essentially means, where the market is going, digitally enabled real-time value networks. What is a real-time value network? The network allows you to identify problem statements and risks and act on it quickly, has built-in AI bot based solutions and uh, technology to automatically manage those risks and take actions on behalf of the supply chain or the supply chain people. Having a workforce in a distributed model in the world using this kind of distributed technologies and orchestrating the supply chain sitting in multiple parts of the globe. So this essentially means is using this value network orchestrating the supply chain from a demand supply perspective, risk perspective, shipment delays perspective, weather risk perspective, financial risk perspective. And from all this, this, this pandemic, I don't think so it's going away anytime soon. You know, in one day it shuts down here and one day pops up somewhere and the next day it pops up somewhere. Ability for the network to automatically, you know, uh, optimize itself or maximize itself and human intervention is only to take an exception action so that you know, the, the, the seamless execution of supply chain act, you know, happens. So that's the digi digital real-time value network. And last but not the least, adapt. You know, adapt to the new ways of working. Decentralized working model, work from home models, multiple locations for the same process where people sit in different geographies and different time zones executing the same process or a similar process, that's where it is going. So these are the three things that you know, organizations should keep in mind. As I said earlier, we are seeing increasing number of requests coming our way uh, at Tech Mahindra, where you know, especially organizations are asking for work from home models, digital supply chain enablement. And as we speak, we are working with a couple of large customers in moving their supply base to one concentrated you know, location to you know, uh, multiple geos in terms of ASEAN and Latin America. So Doug, so this brings us to you now the end of the podcast for today. So Doug, thank you very much for joining me in this podcast and sharing your valuable insights. Thank you very much. 
Thank you so much, Manny. It's been great to be here and, and really nice to talk with you. Look forward to doing with it again, doing it again with you soon.